We are Gateway Chapel, where we build your world by His Word. We stand for fun, friendship, fellowship, and family. You are listening to a Pastor Eddie message. Welcome again to the service. You are blessed, my friend. I'm so excited that you are here and that you are listening to me right now. Listen, like I always say, the church has left the building, and so feel free to join any of our Connect groups and be part of this ministry. God is doing an amazing thing in our midst. We've been going on for 17 years, like you already know, and now it's a great honor and privilege to be able to serve you irrespective of geographical location, right? So if you want to reach me, don't forget pastor.eddy at gatewaychapel.org.uk. All right, I'll be, I'll be, it'll be, it'll be great to hear from you, and it'll be nice for you to be a part of our ministry. Just register and be part of our little cells all across the world. Just go to gatewaychapel.org.uk forward slash Bible Connect, all right? People from all over the world are in our Connect group. So once you are registered in there, then you are part of our family. You can reach me anytime. You can book my time. I can talk to you. I can pray with you, all right? So you have access to myself and Pastor Bolani, entire leadership of Gateway Chapel. You are blessed. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Now, I am very happy about what I'm sharing with you. In fact, what I call this topic in my mind is, is actually advanced, advanced prayer school, really. And I'm talking about how to make your prayers produce results. And we discussed this last week, and we looked at the model that God gave us. We looked at the model that God used to produce the world. And so, and, and the Bible says that we are made in the image of God. And that means that you and I need to follow this same model. And then listen, many of us are involved in spiritual activities, especially in prayer and fasting. But sometimes we pray hard, we pray long, we fast, but we do not see the results of our prayers. And so this month, I want to share with you the things you can do to activate those prayers, the things you can do to best to turn that pray, those prayers into reality. That's what we are looking at, how to make your prayers produce results. Now, just as every seed requires an appropriate temperature or appropriate atmosphere to germinate, they, they, your prayers also require some kind of climate to germinate, and that is the truth. That's the fact. And so, and so you notice that your, your words can condition the potentials of your prayers. The words you speak. So prayer is one thing. What you do after prayers can actually, it's just like you plant a seed. Like I said last week, prayer is like a seed. Now, it's just like any, any seed, once you plant your seed, you don't, you don't just walk away. You, you actually, you actually um, water it. You nurture it. And when they start springing, right, you also protect it. Some people who have farms actually put scarecrows on their farms just to ensure that birds don't come and pick their seeds and pick, um, and just to protect the nursery. And so your, your words can condition the potentials of your prayers. Your words, the words you speak, your words you speak. So your distinction in life is tied to what you say. Your distinction in life is tied to what you say. Praying and fasting is just the first step, right, in the process. But what you do afterwards, and this is, this is very key, and this is where many of us miss it. We just pray, 
and then we just walk away and then continue our life as business as usual. That's not how to get results from prayers. What to do afterwards is equally important. Job chapter 2, verse 29. Job chapter 2. And let, just bear with me a minute. Before we read Job chapter 2, uh, you know, last week, if you look at Job, Genesis chapter 1, you will see that uh, all through the scriptures, the Bible says, then God said, Verse 2, God said. Verse 3, God said. Verse 4, then God said. Then verse 8, then God said. Can you imagine that? Verse 15, then God said. Right? Verse 12, God said. All through, God said. And by the time we've got to verse 31, it says everything God said, he saw. And so that is a model we must, we must, we must keep speaking until we see what we have prayed about. Oh, that's so powerful. This is, a, this is one, key, one key step. If you miss this one key step, you can, spend, you can spend 100% of your time in prayers and get only 1% result. But why will you do that? Praise the Lord. Job 22 verse 29 says, when they cast you down, you say, you say, exaltation will come. Then he will save the humble person. Wow. When they cast you down, you say, exaltation will come. You don't say, oh my God, I'm going to die. You don't say, oh, I'm finished. This is my end. You don't say that. When they cast you down, you say, exaltation will come. Then, after you have said that, then God will save the humble person. Listen, I, don't, I really believe that Christianity, my faith, is a blueprint to live on planet Earth. The Bible is a model for our lives. And I pray for you right now for the spirit of revelation and wisdom to come into your heart. Because my friend, you have worked hard enough. You are not a lazy person. You, you, you attend service, you give, you tithe, you, you, you deserve more. But unfortunately, when it comes to spiritual matters, when you breach a spiritual principle, you pay for it. I pray the mercies of God over you and your household in the name of Jesus. I pray for the spirit of revelation to rest upon you right now in the name of Jesus. That I pray that you will hear a voice behind you telling you which way to go. The realm of the spirit, my friend, is as real as our natural realm. So don't talk like other people. Don't spend 21 days fasting and praying and then come out of that prayer and then start talking like other people. No, you will remain at the same level. You will remain at the same level. That's not how it works. See, you are a spirit. You are not spiritual. You are a spirit. They that worship the Lord will worship the Lord in truth and in spirit. There is a spiritual dimension to your life that you must appreciate and align your natural life to so as to maximize your existence on earth. Even though we are physically in the same community, we operate different systems. So stop speaking defeat and failure. 
Stop speaking defeat and failure. You can't come out of a 21 days fast as I speaking defeat, as I speaking failure. Praise the Lord. Isaiah chapter 8. So we need to set a watch on our lips and check our language. Check your language. Check your language. Isaiah chapter 8, verse 12 and 13. It says, don't call everything a conspiracy like they do. And don't live in dread of what threatens them. Make the Lord of, make the Lord of heaven's armies holy in your life. He is the one you should fear. He is the one who should make you tremble. He said, don't call everything a conspiracy like they do. In other words, don't behave like other people behave. And then do not fear what they fear. Don't have the same anxiety as others. Because you, my friend, you are a special person, a child of God, a holy nation, called to serve the purpose of Jehovah on this earth. You are unique. You are special. My Bible tells me that you are wonderfully and beautifully made. And the hand of God is upon you. You are a priest of the Most High God. So you can't talk and behave like just like every other person. Your confession has to, be, has to be in alignment with the expectation of your answered prayers. Write that down. Your, exp- your confession... Your confession has to be in alignment with the expectation of your answered prayers. Your confession has to be in alignment with your expectation of your answered, of your answered prayers. What, do you ex- what are you expecting God to do for you? What do you want him to do for you? Have you seen it in scriptures? Have you prayed about it? Then your confession must be in alignment with your expectation. What are you expecting God to do? Then speak what you expect God to do for you. In this kingdom, the value of your words determine your worth. The value of your words determine the worth of your prayers. What you say afterwards determines the worth of those prayers. So you cannot speak against your own prayers and expect to come to pass. You cannot speak against your own prayers and expect it to come to pass. I see a lot of people do that. You pray, you fast, and then you get up from that prayer, and then the next thing you start making utterances and making confessions that totally negate that, those prayers. And yet we expect a harvest. My friend, you deserve more. Your words are investments from which you gain dividends. Your words frame your life and your words frame your environment. God said that you shall be the head and not the tail. Well, the way that comes to pass is that you constantly, you, you, you constantly confess and make declarations after your prayers in this area. The Lord says, I am the head and not the tail. Right? I received that word to my life. But my confession must match my expectation of that scripture. My confession must match my expectation of that prayers, of my prayers. My confessions must match my expectation of my prayers. Psalm 81, verse 10. It says, I am the Lord your God who brought you out 
of Egypt. He said, open your mouth wide and I will fill it. For it was I, the Lord your God, who rescued you from the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it with good things. One translation says, I will fill it with good things. What does God fill your mouth with? Certainly not a bugger. Fill your mouth with words. God is committed to what you say. So speak what your speak your expectation from your prayers. It says, open, he said, for I am the Lord your God who rescued you from the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it with good things. I will fill your mouth with good things. God fills your mouth with good with words. So if you really believe God, if you really believe that God will answer those prayers, then you should continue to speak your expectation until you see it. God said, God said, and he saw. God said, and he saw. God said, and he saw. And everything he said, he saw that it was good. That's a simple model. I will keep speaking my expectation until I see it. I will keep speaking my expectation. So my mouth and your mouth is a tool for advancement. So use it well. Use it well. Your mouth is a tool for advancement. If not, why would God say he will fill your mouth with good things? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. At the end of this service, I pray that God will show you areas in your life where you need to make adjustments so that the hand of God can reach you. The hand of God is not, to, it's not short to save. God can reach you anywhere and anytime. Right now, I pray that the hand of God rests mightily upon you in the name of Jesus. Proverbs 18, 21. It says, death and life, you know the scripture, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it, those who love it, those who love the power of their lips, the power of their words, it says they, they will eat its fruit. And what is the fruit? The fruit is, they are your, these are your answered prayers. Your answered prayers. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it, those who love the power of the tongue, they will eat the fruit. They will eat its fruit. And what is the fruit of the power of the tongue? It is your answered prayers. God kept saying, kept speaking, kept speaking, kept speaking until he saw. And what God saw became the fruit of our world today. So you can use your words to give life to your prayers. You use your words to empower your prayers. Use your words to give life to your prayers. And you can also use your words to kill your prayers. Kill your prayer seeds. Every negative word is like spraying, spraying something dangerous on your seed. You can't pray this much. I can't pray this much 
and negate everything with negative utterances. You can't. You can't keep making negative confessions and expect fruit from your prayer seeds. God has given you the gift of life, but he is waiting to see what you will call it, and whatever you call it shall be established. So we use our words to govern and establish God's order in our lives. We use our words to establish God's order and God's government in our lives. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Mark eleven twenty three. Another popular one. From verse 22. So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God, for as surely I say to you, whoever says, whoever says, whoever says to this mountain, whoever says to this problem, whoever says, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Have faith in God. For whoever says to this mountain, a mountain represents a challenge. The mountain represents a problem. Say, so whoever says to this problem, whoever says to this challenge, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Whatever he says. Whatever he says. That is his utterances. Your utterances can go, your utterances govern your life. Your conversation governs your life. So pay attention. A man of prayer and a woman of prayer must pay attention to their utterances. It is your utterances are part of your prayers. So the summary of that scripture is, 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 is simple. Whatsoever you say, period. Yeah. That's it. You will have whatsoever you say, period. You will have whatsoever you say, period. That's the summary of that scripture. You will have whatsoever you say. So my question is, what are you saying? What are you speaking? What kind of utterances come out from you? You may be down, but don't stop speaking. You may be hurt, but don't stop speaking your expectation. You are a man and a woman of faith. You are a man and a woman of the spirit. The Bible says that though we are on earth here, it says, but yet we are seated with Christ in heavenly places, far above principalities and powers. So you are here naturally, but you are up there spiritually. So the realm of the spirit is as real as the natural world. And I'm telling you that the realm of the spirit has impact on your natural world. On your natural world. I mean, you read the story of Jehoshaphat. And they said, well, oh, we, have, we are surrounded by enemies. He said, yes, bring out the singers and start worshiping. And so he brought the realm of the spirit to impact the challenge on earth. So the same thing God is saying. 
When you are faced with a problem, you speak. After prayer, you speak and you keep speaking. You keep speaking until you see the realm of the spirit dominate that affairs. That's how to do warfare. Paul said that we should do, you should do warfare like a good soldier. That's how to do warfare. As a Christian, you must know how to fight warfare. If not, you will tell stories. You will tell stories. The enemy will hide behind your excuses. Don't tell stories. Put on a good fight. So leave your disappointments. Leave your hurts and speak your appointments. So, yes, I'm going through this. We understand. But take a moment of that. Take a moment of your disappointment and speak your appointment and back your utterances with scriptures. It's warfare, my friend. If you have been disappointed, if you have been disappointed, acknowledge it. But say, I acknowledge that I'm going through this. But all things work together for good. In the name of Jesus. All things. Even this problem will work together for my good. This issue will work together for my, for my, for my good. I am hurting right now, but this will work together for my good. You see? But you don't just withdraw and say, oh, yeah, look at me. I'm done. I'm, I'm, it's over. I'm, I'm out. I'm going to die. Oh, I'm going to need it. And it's just go, go, just talk yourself down. It's the same lips. Talk yourself up. God is always speaking. And you, are in the, you were made in the image of God. So you should, be, you, should, you should be speaking. After prayers, we speak. We keep talking. Keep talking to our scripture. Yes, the pain is real. Yes, the disappointment is real. But we keep talking that scripture until we see it come to pass. Psalm 81. Oh, read that scripture. Oh, I remember. I remember. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, 1997. I appeared before the visa officer in Cyprus. And, uh, and the lady asked me, uh, Mr. Edwards, when you get to England, this is them appraising whether you should give me a visa or not. What are you going to do in England? When you get to England, what are you going to do? <laughs> what am I going to do? I, I sat and I laughed. What am I going to do? I said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I said, when I get to England, I will look for a job. And I will start out by looking for a job. And I will get a job. And I will work my job for a couple of years. And I will leave that job. And I will start my business. I will start businesses. I will become an employer of labor. I'm going to go into assets management. I'm going to have properties. And I went on and on and on and on. The visa officer looked at me like, is this guy nuts? But you won't believe. Everything I said on that day became my reality when I moved into England in 1997. So you don't just pray and then walk away. And then next month you do another fast. What happened to the fast you did last month? Have you reaped the result yet? Prayer is not just sowing. Prayer is watering, protecting. And you water and protect your prayer seats with your lips, with your mouth. 
with the words you speak and the utterances that you make and the type of conversations you have after the prayers. Romans 4, verse 17. It says, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him whom he believed. God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. God gives life by calling things. You are made in the image of God. You should be calling things. God calls those things that do not exist as though they exist. After you have prayed, after you have fasted, you start calling like they exist. You start calling. You start calling. You call them from the realm of the spirit and you keep calling them until they materialize. They say, pastor, what about my problems? Yes. What about your God? Is there anything too hard for your God to do? Is he? Is there anything too hard? Is there a problem God cannot solve? Or you call it and see if your God will not respond. And delay is not denial. Keep calling. Keep calling. Keep watering that prayer seed. The moment you start, start saying anything negative about your expectation, you lose the faith to get that result. The moment you start saying anything negative about your expectation, you lose the faith, the faith. You lose the power of faith to get the result of that prayer. You lose the power of faith to get the result of that prayer. So don't say, don't, don't count, don't counter your prayers with negative confession, negative utterances, and negative conversations. The power of speech is one of the greatest secrets to your success and my success. The power of speech. Isaiah 43, verse 26. It says, put me in remembrance. Let us contend together. State your case. <laughs> State your case that you may be acquitted. I like the way the KJV put it. It says, put me in remembrance. Let us plead together. Declare thou. It says, declare that thou mayest be justified. Declare. Make a declaration. Make a declaration. So, after fasting and prayers, you keep making declaration. I declare that. I decree that. I declare that. Are you hurting? Yes. But you keep declaring. Are you disappointed? Yes. But you keep declaring. Did you get a, did you get a red bill? Yes. You keep declaring. Did you get a, did you get a, re, a rejection letter? Yes. You keep declaring. I had a friend who, he got... 300 rejection letters looking for a job. Three, and I told him, I said, keep declaring. Keep declaring. So it became, it became a, 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 a spiritual exercise. Every time the rejection letter came, he kept applying. He kept applying. And they would get some, a rejection letter, and they, he would look at it, he would laugh, he would keep making declaration, file it away. Start filing it. File 300 letters of rejection. But at the end, his declaration came through. Prayer is not a walk in the park. 
You can't just say something between a sneeze and a cough and just say amen and then walk away and expect everything to just happen. That's not how it works. No. You sow your prayer seed, right? And then you guide it. You guard it with your utterances. You water it with your utterances and watch it. Declaring your expectation is a major part of your prayers. Declaring, declaring your expectation is a major part of your prayers. So you can create good health, prosperity, peaceful marriage, godly children with your utterances by empowering your prayers with your words and not tearing them down. So the greatest opposition to your words is your circumstance. It is. We are tempted to say how we feel. Saying how we feel makes us feel good, but it is not the answer to our problems. And just something about this human nature and our body and our natural minds that just want to be indulged. So until we, until we, until we, say, until we say the peace of our mind, we are never at peace. So you know something about feelings? Feelings can lie. Feelings can lie. And number two, feelings change. But the word of God will never change. It's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So speak your expectations, not your feelings. I feel like, I feel that, I feel that, I feel that, I feel that, I feel that. What does that get anybody? What does it get anybody? Declare the word of God. You live in two parallel universes. You live on you. You are you are you are human. You have a you are a spirit, right? And you live in a body. You are a spirit, but you live in a body. Psalm fifty. It says, "Who who so offered praise, glorified me." I love this King James version. Whoso offereth praise, praise glorifieth me. And to him who orders his conversation aright, I will show him the salvation of God. Do you see that? Whoso, whoso offers praise glorifies me. And to him that orders his conversation aright, I will show him the salvation of God. So my friend, Order your conversation. Your deliverance is tied to your conversation. Your lifestyle is tied to your conversation. Your career is tied to your conversation. Even how your children turn out is tied to your conversation. Psalm 50, 23, King James Version. And to him that orders his conversation aright, will I show the salvation of God. But the one who has not ordered his conversation aright, will not see the deliverance of God. Period. So if you have prayed about that problem, then stop magnifying it. Keep making your declarations. Keep making your declarations. So order your conversation to reflect your faith in God's ability. Order your conversation to reflect your faith in God's own ability. So my conversation 
I boast in the Lord. In myself, I am weak and I am nothing. I cannot do anything. But my God, the one who sent Jesus to die for me, my God is more than able. He's I am that I am. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. My confidence is in God. Is my problem. Are my problems real? Yes! My challenges are real. But equally, the power of Jehovah is real. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. I believe what the Bible says. I believe what the word of God says. God is a spirit. He's not a man that he should lie. God will never ask me to come back tomorrow when it is in his power to do it today. I trust in Jehovah. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. It says, and since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believed, therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak. If you believe, you will speak. If you believe those prayers, you will speak up. So the evidence of belief is speech. You can pull one 21 days fasting and prayer, highly intensive one. <laughs> and then you get one, you just start saying things that are contrary to your prayer expectation. And then you say you believe. No, that's not belief. That's not belief. That's not belief. Praise the Lord. Look at verse 16. He said, therefore, we do not lose heart. That is 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 4, 13, verse 16. Therefore, we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing. In other words, we physically face a lot of challenges. Yet, the inward man is being renewed day by day. Verse 17. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment. Our light affliction is but for a moment. No problem lasts forever. It's here today, gone tomorrow. He said, it's working for us a far, it's working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Why we do not look at the things which are seen? We don't look at the, at the things which are seen. The things we see can be discouraging. The things we see can be a faith, faith killer. He says, but however, he says, but we look at the things, the things that we see are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So we don't keep looking at our problems and speaking what we see. We look, at, we look into the spirit and speak what we see God doing. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let me close with this. Proverbs 13.3. It says, a man shall eat well by the fruit of his mouth. But the soul of the unfaithful feeds on violence. He who guards his mouth preserves his life. But he who opens, his, opens wide his mouth and just speaks anything shall have destruction. I pray for divine empowerment over you right now. I pray for the grace. Ah, Isaiah, the, after speaking, preaching for chapter 1 to chapter 5, 
The Bible says that God touched the tongue of Isaiah with coal. I pray that my God will touch your lips even at this hour. I pray that my God will touch your lips even at this hour. In the name of Jesus, the grace to make utterances that change your life, that can change your life. Let that grace rest upon you, despite what you see around you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Luke chapter 21, verse 15, as I close. It says, for I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all of your adversaries will not be able to contradict or resist. And I pray in the name of Jesus that God will give you this type of mouth that all your adversaries, that all the challenges that you will ever face will not be able to contradict nor resist the utterances that comes from your mouth. In the name of Jesus, I pray that God Almighty will honor your utterances and the grace to order your conversations. Let this grace rest upon you in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for divine rescue over every prayer seed you have sown that the enemy have tried to uproot because of your utterances. In the mighty name of Jesus, we cover those prayers with the blood of Jesus. We decree angelic assistance in the mighty name of Jesus. I decree your turnaround and I decree a harvest of prayers, a harvest of answered prayers over you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. The problems you see today be gone tomorrow in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. We give you all the glory in Jesus' mighty name we pray and we say, Amen. You are blessed in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening. You can find out more about us at www.gatewaychapel.org.uk Remember to subscribe so you'll never miss another message like this one. Be blessed.